To Be Continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that, but we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. This episode of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast, is brought to you by Amasta Design, servicing clients domestic and international. Amasta is here to help you through the different phases to transform your space into a reflection of you. Go to amastadesign.com. Amasta, spelled A-M-A-S-T-A, design.com. Rolling Press, a Brooklyn Park Slope-based business that can help you print books, magazines, zines, and comics for anyone who wants to start their own thing. Rolling Press, an eco-friendly printing company. Go to www.rollingpress.com. Roro Cakes, specialty baking, little bites of yumminess, and indulgences. Follow Roro Cakes at facebook.com slash Roro Cakes and place your order today. Last but not least, Pancake Studios cuffing your audio recordings, production, mixing, and mastering needs. Pancake Studios set at the heart of Brooklyn also happens to be the home of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. And when we started the podcast, Jonathan made a home for us here and continues to produce quality. Whether you're a musician, filmmaker, working in media like podcasting, look no further than Pancake Studios. Go to www.pancakestudios.net. To be continued, and Pancake Studios present The Road to Justice. Opening November 17th, the world's greatest superhero team makes its big screen debut as Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, and Cyborg team up in their first live-action motion picture. To celebrate, we continue with our series, following the token minority heroes of the Supermans as they make their way via the highways and byways of the USA on their road to the premiere of Justice League. What adventures will our forgotten heroes get into this time? Let us join El Dorado, Apache Chief, Black Vulcan, and Samurai as they stop at a local diner to refuel and regroup. Hello, welcome to Perkins. Here are your menus. My name is Brenda. I'll be your server. Can I get you some beverages to start? Gracias. Uh, I'll have a coffee, light and sweet. Same for me. I will have a large grapefruit juice. May I request a bendy straw? The kind with a unique design. Uh, you, you may. I have a collection, you see. Many states. Many roadside establishments. Sure. And for you, sir? Yes, do you have green tea? I would kill for green tea with honey. Actually, we do have green tea. Fabulous. Okay, so two coffees light and sweet, one large grapefruit juice, and a green tea with honey. You need some time to decide your orders? Uh, yeah, I, I think we need a few minutes, por favor. All right, I'll just be back with your beverages. And of course, you will remember the bendy straw. I promise. My people have been burned by promises from the white man before. I fear I will not be adding to my collection this day. Hmm, waffles. Omelets. Hey, uh, Sam, I didn't get a chance before, but thanks for helping us out back in Georgia. Hmm, pancakes with blueberry preserves, huevos rancheros, 
Yeah, they were going to railroad us, turn the traffic stop into an excuse to lock some quote-unquote minority superheroes. Man, you think all those years of fighting alongside soups and bats and the rest would matter for something? I swear, next time I hear the Super Friends theme song, I'm taking a knee. Okay, 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 Vulcan X. <laughs> I mean, you didn't help matters melting that Confederate memorial statue in front of the police station. Ex Benedict. Why is a breakfast item named after a Revolutionary War traitor? I told you, man, I sneeze. I can't help it if I sneeze lightning, and it just so happens that there's a monument of some Confederate honky in the way. <laughs> yeah, sure. Anyways, it's lucky for us Sam has passed the bar this year. Well, I wasn't going to stay tax attorney forever. I needed to stretch myself. Okay, now, check the differentials, carry the overage. Oh, jeez, Barry, did you really spend 3000 a year on sneakers? God, invest in some Crocs or something, man. Ah, good old Barry. Flash is such a great guy. I mean... I always felt Flash was the one from the Big Seven that, like, really understood the struggles of the regular dudes, like us. Regular dudes? Regular dudes that can project holograms and teleport themselves because of some vague connection to ancient Aztec magic? Whoa, whoa. Let's not go down that road, Chief. <laughs> we all have vague origins at this table. We all can't get hit by a bolt of lightning. Man, that's so iconic. I mean... Hey, speaking of Flash, what's your guys' opinion on the difference between uh, Grant Gustin and Ezra Miller? Lord, I had both of them hitting me up for advice, asking about the real Flash, and I'm like, you gonna pay me for my time? They said no, and I said, I got better shit to do. Ezra Miller requested insider's knowledge of the Justice League, and the Flash for me as well. I suggested that we do so on a vision quest, in which we would ingest peyote. We would head out into the desert and let great spirits touch our souls, filling us with the knowledge and power of the universe. Ezra suggested we simply take peyote and stay at my apartment and play Call of Duty and watch TV. As it was a rainy day, I agreed. We watched Stranger Things later on. I now no longer trust the intentions of Matthew Modine, though that could just be the peyote talking. Well, I met the only Flash that matters to me, Michael Rosenbaum. I was walking down the street, and there he was. I asked for his autograph and then joked with him about who was faster, him or Superman. He didn't find it funny. Nobody would. And only a huge nerd would count Rosenbaum as a Flash. I mean, a Luthor, sure. Here we are, two coffees, a honey tea, and a large grapefruit juice. And a bendy straw. Truly, you are a servant of the great spirit. Uh, say, you guys came in that red Prius, right? Y yeah. It's being towed away. FYI, it was in a handicapped spot. Oh, no, not again. I thought my hologram had covered the sign. You see, you see, I told you. I never should have gone along with you and your vaguely Aztec nonsense. Me? me? What about you, the Japanese guy dressed like a Ming Dynasty male stripper? Brenda, if I may, is it possible to get another straw? And we are back from the multiverse. 
<laughs> Welcome to to be continued, a fanboy podcast covering your fanboy passions. You're not going to learn anything, but if you stick around, you just might learn some, have some fun. Have some fun. Learn some fun. We're going to learn some fun today, <laughs> and we had a lot of fun listening to our poor heroes. In the beginning segment there, uh, as, as a late diet Princess Diana would say, knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. <laughs> Uh, we are here today at Pancake Studios, as always. I'm Miguel Alonso-Velez. Sorry, Sorting here. excuse me, I'm sorry to butt in here, but... Uh, oh, Chief, what, what do you Chief. have to say, Chief? What's going on? Can I take some of these square sandwiches to go? Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if they're... That, they, they're a lot more expensive than you think, Chief. That reminds they, me, I've got to talk to John Redcorn about the sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> We're at Pancake Studios with, uh, as always, my co-host... Uh, Edward Ng mm. and Pan- and um, our producer with the mostest hey. Jonathan Vergara. Hey, thanks everybody. <laughs> it's good to be here. The junior member of the team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you clicked on this episode, you realize that this is our uh, flash retrospective spectacular, where we are going to be going through the history of the Flash. The fastest man alive from DC Comics, who of course is going to be appearing in the uh, new Justice League movie that's coming out in November. Uh, the Flash is a personal favorite of mine. Not uh, a favorite of mine. Not a favorite of Ed, which is, I think is going to make for but, an interesting show. But, and I've said before that uh, in comparison to Grant Gustin and Ezra Miller, I wish, and I've said before, and like even, even now I'm like, I wish we can do produce some little bit where I go back in time. And if I could <laughs> go back in time, I would travel, slap myself... For saying, yo man, Grant Gustin season one of a Flash, that stuff is the bomb, you know. <laughs> that <laughs> was like, what Ed, Ed and I Miller. Thought. Who the hell is this guy? But since watching the the, the most recent trailer, um, and I'm like, this is actually Ed. I think it's from, from watching three seasons of Grant Gustin's Flash on the CW. No, I've only watched a season and a half. I didn't bother with the rest. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was no, the right. one that, that put myself you. through that, that, through that torture. Uh-huh. Well, we had done a previous <laughs> show on the Greg Berlanti shows in which we we, we, we did tear the uh, Grant Gustin show next, a new one. Next time on Greg Berlanti's Superhero. <laughs> uh, but this show is not really about, it's not concentrated on that. It's about the Flash in totality and the ad- adaptations that have uh, come uh, from uh, one of the most iconic uh, superhero character. By the way, I think we're time. expecting Jesse L later. <laughs> yes, yes, you have your hand up. And uh, since we're on the topic of Flash, yes, I did want to get some clarification here. Okay, from from the pros. Okay, uh, that last uh, movie with Batman, right? Did did Bruce Wayne? Have a daydream of the Flash, or did the Flash actually travel through time? The Flash probably f- actually traveled through time. You know what scene I'm talking about. Yes, right? I know what you're talking about. Am I too early? <laughs> Try the mushrooms. <laughs> which there, which um, the Ezra Miller's going to get Flashpoint. Yes, movie. as a as a as a follow up for his parts in in these films, uh, and who knows what you know? I don't think that that Flashpoint movie myself is actually going to be. Uh, all that straight of an adaptation. But with a character like The Flash, he's very versatile. So very well, they may well do something. Because in comics, he is often used as a MacGuffin to change continuities or save entire universes and so on. Because he saved everybody. Every man, every woman, every child with a mighty hand. Flash! 
Flash. Uh, Not that Flash. Now, uh, I I love the Flash. Flash was a big part of my teen years, uh, the Wally West era. And, of course, as I was a kid before Wally had become... Flash was, of course, Barry Allen, and um, he was he was a big part of that as well. Appeared in, you know, Super Friends and all the rest. He was ubiquitous, you know. And but even so, I I said uh, Flash is not my favorite, mm-hmm. and just like where Spidey's not my favorite because you're not crazy I'm about not the rogues. Fa- yeah, yeah, I'm not crazy about the rogues on both on both ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, mm-hmm. and they then we're, the red. first the first Flash that we're going to get into is Jay Garrick. Yes. I'm a hu- I was a huge uh, GSA fan. Uh, just all-star Society, squadron all-star squadron right i know probably know more about jay than i do and uh, again barry more allen exposed was, to him yeah barry but, allen was ubiquitous right he was in the cartoons but again it's had his own tv show yeah. well john as you, you may not know this but like the flash is one of these characters that is very important to uh the development of comic books yeah because he he um He's one of those reset buttons, right? He's uh, not only well, in a way, like, yes, he yeah, was. Yeah, he was for yeah. his, you know, and he's also uh, this character. Uh, uh, the concept of the Flash is one that's been malleable enough that it's been multiple characters. There has not just been one. You know, w- Superman is always Clark Kent. Batman is always Bruce Wayne. Wonder Woman is always Diana Prince. Mm. Peter Parker is always Spider Man. Flash has had multiple. The Flash identity has been passed. He's been a what they call a legacy, you right. know, where like the different Green Lantern, people right? like the Green Lantern sort of, and the, which way. is a great point. And which is like as you said, kind of a reset button from a lot of the stuff in the Golden Age. The Golden Age was very, you know, I'm gonna the superhero who wore tights, you know, who can uh, uh, stop a loco- locomotive in the and you know faster than, uh, faster than locomotive in the thing, uh, um, you know, whatever, you know. Batman was a detective. Again, these guys wore tights, but the Flash and the Green Lantern were streamlined in their in their costumes. They looked very cool. They didn't are you are you more referring to like the Silver Age? You're talking about Hal and Hal and Barry because they they do have that very right. streamlined. Yep. You know, uh, no capes. Um, it is for a different mm-hmm. age. Um, and and yeah, there is there is this sort of sense that the Flash is always used in DC Comics um, for things that are important to the wider universe. Mm-hmm. And eventually we'll get into yeah. Crisis on Infinite and Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, but uh, we'll start at the beginning with the first Flash. Uh, Jay Garrick of Keystone City. Uh, the Flash... Hard water. Hard water. <laughs> the, Fla- the Flash as a concept was uh, created by Gardner Fox and uh, Harry Lampert. He, the first appearance of Jay Garrick was uh, January of 1940 in Flash Comics number one. Oh, now, so he's been around for a while, huh? Oh, yeah. 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 I thought he was more recent. Like he has a more recent. Well, we'll look, get into what that. Him, we'll, you know? we'll we'll get into why that is. You'll see. You'll <clears> see how that as it goes along. Um, Jay's origin is right. He was a, he was a college student who literally was taking a smoke break. I'm not joking. <laughs> nice. And inhaled Marlboro. a inhaled. Uh, at first, it was hard, hard water. water. Uh, vapors, and then it became heavy water. I guess because of the radiation, it sounded cooler. And he gets sick from this inhalation. It could have been the smoke. I don't know. Uh, and he wakes up later on out of the hospital and essentially... And, and this is right after reefer madness. Right? <laughs> it might as well. Could be. Who knows? Uh, and uh, he wakes up from, you know, basically being in a coma for a while and finds that he has, again, super speed. And what's interesting is that this is not a case of like he's like I must only use my powers for good. No, he immediately like joins the football team. 
<laughs> and becomes like, you know, this well-known uh, football player. And then like after college, essentially, he like, ah, I'm going to be a superhero. I'm going to make this costume and I'm going to fight crime. It's like that is essentially what happens. But like, and there's no tragedy. There's like no. No, death, there's not. A, yeah, it's not like my father no, died. If no. anything, he's one. What was one of those characters who is always married, very stable relationship. Yeah, he marries. His, well, not always married. He didn't get married until the marriage did not come until later, until the okay. Silver Age, actually. Right. Okay. But you're right. He right, is. He's this, just one of those really. Jay Garrick stable... is one of these characters that is. Some could say is dull, but he is. He's very straightforward. Right. Looks just like Hermes. Yeah, Mercury, that was the whole thing with like yes, he has the he has this helmet. silver helmet with the wings on it, um, the lightning motif, uh, even the wings on the on the boots, mm-hmm. booties that he used to wear, and um, close friends with Alan Scott. Close friends the with the Green, Lantern, Green exactly. Lantern. Now it's also interesting is that his ID as the Flash in those early issues is actually known. People know that Jay yeah. Garrig is the Flash. I guess he was a football player. I guess, it, you know, it's, it is kind of show you how sort of a lot of the ideas that we take for granted with superheroes in this early golden age are, it's a little more malleable. People didn't know exactly, it's like, oh, shouldn't he have a secret? Oh, wouldn't people go after his loved ones and his girlfriends, you know? Mm-hmm. So there was that moment. And, you know, the other thing about him is that, as I like to think of, a lot of superheroes and superhero teams... Innocent times. Yeah. ...are essentially taking the first superhero superman and like light through a prism taking one of his powers or one of his abilities mm-hmm. and saying this character is going to specialize in that one power above all else i mean if you take like, a, if you take like, us any super team like, like a marvel team well let's it's say like, cyclops you know with, yeah. the, with the beams superman's got that right? exactly you're going to uh, have super strength well uh, adam smasher's got that you know exactly you're going to have something along like you said like with the x men it's going to be like well we're going to have one character that's going to be super strong and invulnerable. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a flyer. Right. Uh, we're going to have some sort of width of energy projection, someone with super speed. Something like, that is any, cold, like, right. basic superhero team. And the Flash falls into that. Uh, here's a character who's going to take one aspect of the first superhero, and this we're just going to magnify it. And he, he, was, he was around for a long. He proved very popular. He appeared in, uh, first in, uh, uh, the title all flash comics uh uh getting his like his own solo and then he also then when the war hits he well he becomes well he becomes a member of the JSA which right. is the first true superhero team up and sort of the first beginning of the DC universe as a total because suddenly these characters are interacting it's very strange but even at that point when the JSA uh, first come into existence some of those characters actually technically belong to separate companies and now suddenly you have the meeting and and hanging out with hanging uh, out with one another out with uh, with uh, with with FDR. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, joining joining the war effort. Why? Well, uh, thank you, JSA, for saving the world, <laughs> for, yeah, and fighting for Hitler, these, fighting Hitler, and stopping these saboteurs. <laughs> uh, and he was it was a very popular uh, character. You know, a, a, right up there with Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman. Uh, Eventually, however, by the time the post-war era comes, comics, superhero comics, um, especially the ones on the DCI, they go through a real slide. Seduction of the innocent. That's a little later. That's a little later. This was more just uh, pure sales. They had had such gangbuster sales during the war, not just because the stories were, you know, borderline propaganda, but also because we forget comics were an all-age thing. Yeah. And um, 
tons of them were shipped to, to, to service to the GIs men. And exactly, servicemen. guys who were 18, 19 years old. So they were, you know, they yeah. were still young. They still had like, hey, if you're in the middle of like about to face death, you might as well like relax with a smoke and like your favorite comic book. So when the GIs all came home, uh, circulation levels fell. Right. Uh, some say there was a, maybe a cultural change. Comics themselves started exploring Going different into areas. Going romance and horror. And again, the seduction of the innocent coming, which basically... Um, again, that, that's more Silver Age. We'll get into that. Okay, we'll get okay, into okay. that. That's more, right. a little more than I always Silver thought Age. that was... Either way, that was very post-war anyway. It was the know, post-war. Right? And it was part and it was part of that, uh, you know, the, the sort of... And Jay and the, a lot of these other characters suddenly fell by the wayside. And the only characters that were really being published were like Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. They were had much wider, Lasting. much deeper penetration into the culture. So are you ready to talk about his powers or do you have... Well, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, anyone knows the Flash, of course. The Flash is super fast. Because that's another, uh, again, he's one of those not not my favorite superheroes because the array of powers that he had, mm-hmm. either whether it's Jay or Barry or Wally, what are your powers exactly? Super, you know, it's like, sweet, uh, because we would watch the old cartoons, whether it's filmations, like, I'm going to vibrate my hands and I can, you know, just pass through the wall, which but, we understand, you know, like that's now. It's not this, scientific, but okay. in this day and age, <laughs> you know, we know that to be, hey, that's that's one of his one of Flash's right. powers. But the thing is, it's like, um, OK, how does that work? Uh, does he move with is he fast or is he? Th- well, that's where we get time. later on into the whole speed force thing, right. which allowed them to like break speed the, force, uh, break the laws of physics. But See, Thank you for mentioning that because my question is, as a guy who, who's like, wow, the the Flash is that fast. If he had one slip up, if he tripped, right, exactly, he would explode yeah. and right. you know, he would die. <laughs> you know, being that fast, exactly. How, so they, they the, so how do you get around that? Okay, the Flash's powers has always to be been that based, guy, have always been based around speed, and uh, you know he moves so fast that he does all these things that sort of defy physics. He can he's fast enough literally to run over water. Run up, run up the side of buildings. Um, he can vibrate himself so that he can blur his face. That was how uh, Jay Garrick, who does not have a mask, he only wears this this <laughs> silver winged, uh, uh, you know, helmet. So his face is exposed, and so he would vibrate at a certain mm. like frequency. And we see and that it was in, blurred, so you couldn't see his face uh, or change his talk voice. Talk about a headache. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't even imagine what and that was like. You know, baby that, shake and, syndrome is is horrible. In <laughs> Alex Ross's Kingdom Come. We see that version of Flash. It's just you know, it, which basically he's, he's moving so fast at all times. <laughs> he's just a blur. He's, he's just, just a blur. A, he's just he's just a blur. Which you know, um, it's a How good thing they didn't call him the blur. Anyway. Again, again, all of these <laughs> is super you know super science. Yeah, yeah super yeah. science. Jay Garrick was in his time a little more. Um, they didn't quite exploit the level of things you could do. With his super speed, the way it would happen later on. I mean, it's pretty much just catching well, bullets. You well, know? if he can be on the football team and no one say anything, he must <laughs> yeah, have, he must have held back, right? Like, I he assume must have, like there must have been something like that, but it did. Because if you would blink and he's at the goal, you it's know like, what I mean? How, like, what yeah. are we exactly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what play was just called? Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, in the po- after after the post World War II era, the you know the circulation went down. Uh, Jay Garrick's last appearance uh, in his own solo title uh, was 1941, uh, 1949, wow. and then the JSA, his last appearance was 1951. Wow, okay. And it would be 
a few years before um, DC Comics would try their hand again at relaunching The Flash. And that happens in 1956. Wow. And in 56, uh, legendary DC editor uh, Julie Schwartz, uh, working with uh, writers uh, Robert Kattiger and uh, Carmine Infantino and Joe Kubert, uh, they sought to reestablish uh, the DC Comics superhero line. And the first character they really uh, went you know, gangbusters with was uh, reintroducing the Flash concept. In this new version, uh, the Flash was no longer Jay Garrick. This was part of Julie Schwartz's sort of like the beginning reimagining, bringing these characters back. They saw, you know, we, hey, we have the rights mm -hmm. to all these characters, but they failed maybe for a reason, or they slipped out of popularity for a reason. They were old. They were too old. They were not with the times. He knew that they had to be updated, and so that's what he did with this new version of the Flash, which he premiered in a uh, a comic called Showcase. Which was kind of by its name exactly what it was. It was like spotlight on. It's like who you know. Here are the here are new characters. Your new concept. We're going to showcase them and you know give you the new concepts. And so, the new concept of the Flash was that he was no longer Jay Garrick, former college student, semi scientist, <laughs> and now he was He's a full full on police scientist. He was Barry Allen, police scientist, or or as we would say today, a CSI. Uh, criminal forensics expert, which was very cutting edge when you think about it at the time. Julie Schwartz was very big on in, on always injecting some sort of like science or science fiction concept. And this was the jet age. It was post-war. Mm -hmm. It was like kind of cool as a kid to be like, oh, he's his secret identity is this police scientist who uses science to solve crimes. This was a big deal back then. Which, and which by the way, Barry, um, again, like the greatest of all the flashes. I, yeah, when I, I think of the Flash, it's, it's Barry. As much as I love Wally West, and right. Wally's my Flash. Well, Wally's my I Flash. I think too. of I think of Barry Allen first, and uh, Barry, um, his origin is a lot more dynamic, and it is iconic as compared to Jay's. Jay's is just like oh, I was in the lab, I smelled some gases, <laughs> you know. Barry's. Well, is, there's been many. There's been many stories. It's like where someone either. Wants to reproduce what happened to Barry Allen. Right. It's like we gotta we gotta reproduce that. Let's have some chemicals and and try to try well, to get a, a like a, well, like a some sort of lightning. Like, well, his know? his his origin is you know the if you know from the from the TV show it's been done to death. But he's a police scientist. His whole thing is he's so methodical that he's always slow. He's always late for everything. <laughs> he has a date with his sweetheart Iris West, who's a reporter in his his newfound Central City. Which is something else I, I didn't get to with Jay. You know that Jay originally was based out of New York? That originally he was supposed to be a New York-based hero, and it was only later that they made it Keystone Which is kind of weird because um, Alan Scott, he was the original superhero in Gotham City. Which I think might be a retcon thing. A retcon. I'm not sure if really? it's, it was originally that or if they then... I, I th hmm. Because I think, it was, I think they had named Gotham City in Batman. Right. And Even though go, originally well, Batman minute, there's also a York, there's a New York City in the DC universe. Yeah, well, where's well, Metropolis? Where's New York City? Where's Gotham? They're all the same. And they're all thing. the same thing, exactly. <laughs> uh, which is why, which is why, again, why, you know, Flash had his own. You know, they were they were aping things from previous other mm -hmm. franchises. And as Superman had Metropolis and Batman had Gotham, suddenly Flash had Central City, City. which I know. These days, as always, they always Chicago. like it's supposed to be 
kind of analogous to some Midwestern city. But I always thought Central City and Keystone was supposed to be somewhere like a Philadelphia. Well, I always thought it was supposed to be a Philadelphia analog. Well, or Coast Chicago. City, that's the West Coast. Right. Coast City right. is supposed to be a San Diego, um, Los Angeles. You know what? You're No, that's pretty spot on. Again, you know but again, again, I'm not saying that's official. That's just my kind of right. like in my head. You know, you know what that Batman versus Superman movie felt like to me <laughs> when when uh, when Batman was in uh, Gotham and, and Superman was in Metropolis mm -hmm. and he would just like fly over like in two mm -hmm. seconds. I felt like it was uh, San Francisco. They Oakland. actually they actually did mention that. <laughs> no, no, that you're not you're not you're uh, totally Batman's too, in Oakland. You're 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 one hundred percent correct. That actually was their intention. This is the idea of of San Francisco as this sort of tech company, and you know it's it's bright and shiny and it's sort of affluent. And then Oakland is yeah. Gotham. It's a little rundown, problems with crime. Bruce Lee started his uh, first studio in Oakland. <laughs> But that's, All right. that's besides the point. All right, besides the point, Bruce. Okay, we'll get back to you later. <laughs> uh, and uh, so Barry Allen is a police scientist I have who, speed is, force. who was... Bruce uh, Lee Wayne. Barry Allen <laughs> was, a, was a police scientist who was always slow, always late for things. His sweetheart, Iris West, always complained about it. And then one night, lightning bolt comes through the lab, electrifies these chemicals, which hit him. And, and he invented extends. <sighs> Brothers. <laughs> All right, so uh, Barry gains, like, literally, there's no, like, I got hit by a bolt of lightning. I got to be in the hospital for the... No, it's like, literally, he gets hit by the bolt of lightning. It's like, what, what happened to me? <laughs> and then he's off and running, already with super speed. Well, uh, there's been a lot of... That scene has always been redone so many times in comic books. Like, for example, when he first gets hit by lightning... Everything moves kind of slow right. around him, right? It's like you he know, starts noticing the, the liquids. All they're 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 just floating in midair, and it's like, what's going on? Uh, they even had a whole thing where in uh, the Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man film with Tobey Maguire. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, that whole mo that whole moment of him catching mm -hmm. all the things. That's right out of the Flash. They said right. that that's a homage right. to to the Flash. The whole like the the the. Um, the food slipping off the tray, and he manages to catch it, and that exactly what happens. But he, in here's the another here's another reason why that adds to my dislike of <laughs> of, of the of the Flash concept. Yeah, of the silver the, the Silver Age um, uh, concept, which okay. is basically when you would hear him animated. Um, this is what you heard. It's like twink like like this twinkling sound whenever he That's ran. That's the limits of of of. Of the time, yeah, but again, this is our childhood for Pete's right. sake, you know? know. So I that's know. what the Flash was, but this is what you heard with Superman, right? <laughs> Nowadays, it's it's you know, it's right. like, it's yeah. a bolt well, of, of lightning. You get a good getting it, but again, it's like you know, like I've got to save that <laughs> you know that cat from falling. <laughs> and I remember very not, well, not not impressive is what you're saying. Yeah, and you okay? You remember the Super Friends episode where? He had to ru he had to um, wrap something wrap around the something world around the world like a uh, wasn't it like a like a thread of like platinum or something, something like that to create like a, like a, a magnet it was some it was some right. it was it was something <laughs> along those lines uh, and you know uh, as we said uh, uh, Barry is definitely many people idea him as the Flash and you know from. From his first appearance in October of 1956 in that showcase number four, um, he spent like, you know, three decades as the Flash. And, you know, 
He's not only in comics, but, you know, he gets ad- adapted in 1967 in a, a series of, of cartoons. He's part of a yeah. segment that airs on uh, CBS when CBS has the Superman-Aquaman Adventure Hour. And they had not just focusing on Superman and Aquaman. They had segments with Superboy. They had segments with The Flash, mm-hmm. Green Lantern, Hawkman, the Justice League of America, and the Teen Titans. And... uh uh, which, uh, you know, mentioned Justice League. Barry Allen becomes a founding member of the Justice League mm-hmm. of America, which was, again, Julie Schwartz updating of the Justice Society the, concept, which Jay Garrick had been a part of. The famous, um, the famous, uh, I wouldn't say mission, but when they first meet up, it's the, what, what is that, the, 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 the star? Oh, Starro. Starro is their first premiere issue the in first Brave premiere issue, right. Uh, the origin is then later because they're already a team, right? At and that that's point. without the big ones. Yes, yeah, Superman, Batman, Batman. We're not Wonder like not actually there. there per John se. Jones, Aquaman, uh, Flash, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah. there's five, right? right. So, um, and Green Lantern, and Green Lantern, correct, correct. And uh, you know they. This was a this was a like I said a sort of a like I said an updating of a lot of these concepts. Like I said, Green Lantern had been another character from the go- from the Golden Age that had gotten his sort of like reboot. It was a re- before we we even used that term. This is what that was. But l- let me ask you though, Superman uh, kind of represents like a science fiction Batman detective stories, yeah. um, Wonder Woman magic, um, or or even Green Lantern science fiction, right? Space stories or space cops. A Flash was what? What would you say in that? that I sort would of say okay. Well, theme? I I would say that. A big part of him was science. He was a science-based mm-hmm. character. I mean, flash facts. Oh, I mean, okay, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. It, it, oh, the, the stories... Well, he's a detective, right? Well, it was part of that. It was part of using the scientific knowledge as a, as a police scientist. But also, they were always using his speed in interesting and, you know, imaginative ways. To say, well, if you had these powers, what could you do? Oh, I can rub something very hard and the friction will cause heat to melt, you know, whatever. I can, again, I can vibrate my molecules to the point where I can pass through solid so, objects. So, so I don't know if we're going to get to it, but that means he has more than just speed as a power. Because he has control of his molecular, of his molecular structure. To a certain degree, to yes. Certain degree. And, you know, he's he's going to have to have some crazy super strength, though, to not have his hand melt when he's like well, rubbing well, something. Well, that is you know not what I mean? super like, strength. They, they, they talk about that as well. The idea is the Flash had what they called an electrochemical aura. Maybe not scientific, but it was an aura that stopped friction and heat from essentially, you're right, from, you know, melting his face off as he went to Mach 5. Yeah. You know but what yet, I mean? And yet, here we are. Or, like, small par- or small particles from, like, just, like, tearing right through. And yet, here I am, again, watching the cartoons, and he's creating, like, these vortexes. Whirlwinds whirlwind with, with, with his hands, hands yes. right? <laughs> um, let me ask you a question, though. Um, the boyish stuff doesn't come in until they decide to... Um, that's really later on, like the characterization of Barry Allen. He's not some impulsive. No, no, no. Yeah, boyish. yeah. As Barry Allen is, and originally, uh, I like to put it this way. Ed, I like to put it this way. Jay Garrick is everyone's favorite uncle, older, older great uncle. Right. He's cool, but not like he's not. He's not hip. No, but, but he's, he's cool. Right. 
He's, you know, got great stories. But he might say something off-colored every now and again. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, that's exactly it. Jay Garrick is not like the cynical old man. He's like, he's he's that great, you know, that, oh, man, I love that old guy. He's always got, yeah. the, he always says the right, got the right thing to say. Jay is a really stand-up guy. He's a real stand-up guy. Barry is also, but Barry is everyone's favorite younger uncle. He's right. not, he's an authority figure. Mm-hmm. But not like the way your mom or your dad is. He's just close enough to your age. And that's perfect. Like the way um, he was drawn when I was a kid is that he had, he was blonde. Yeah, blonde. He had the crew cut. Definitely, definitely he was in a good dude. shape. Uh, maybe a dude, oh, the I Aryan would say. race. <laughs> yes, he was blonde, heir to blue eyes. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and he was, he was, again, he was sort of, again, this, a little goofy in terms of, yeah. Right. Kind of, kind of a lame a little bit of a lame let's be honest, with his bow tie, you know, and his, and his tweed jacket. The uh, ring, the, 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 the concept of the ring, which, right. by the way, the, 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 um, Again, with the, the science. costume would pop out of a ring that he, like, it's, it's super science. The he developed, costume? this is, okay, this is a police scientist who developed a fabric right. that you can pretty much fold. In Which he kind of, that was the super speed infinity. part. That's what, he was able to do that because he had the super speed. <laughs> and, and then, then pack it in the ring and whenever he needed it, he'd just pop it. it because, pop. and I quote, I believe it was the, the material reacted to nitrogen in the air and expanded using super the nitrogen. Science. Super science. Super science. Exactly. And, you're, you're, and then, you know, Wally, if, if Barry is everyone's favorite younger uncle, Wally is everyone's favorite Younger cousin, nephew. nephew, whatever. Exactly. Now, speaking of which, because we're younger. we're we're kind of also drifting into Wally territory. Right, yeah. Uh, I I brought this up on the way here. What did I do last night? I decided to reread uh, as crisis, much as I could. Crisis, yeah. Oh, Crisis on the on Infinite Earths, um, which was uh, George Perez. Yeah, you were going crazy with, I was with going the level nuts of, because of, of, of art that the way it was. It's not just art. The writing. Uh, it's so and much I'm, time. And I texted Wolfman you, and I, I texted you, and I said, "What drugs was this guy on?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, we'll get, we'll get when we get to Wally. Okay, you we'll get, get okay. to Wally. So, um, like I said, Barry is, you know, my, he was a thinking man's hero. Um, they always tried to to stress like his thoughtful use of the of this of his powers and the scientific use of the past power. It, it was a big part of teaching kids. I know my dad said that he learned a lot of science from comic books like The Flash. <laughs> because they made a concerted effort to always have these things like called flashbacks. It was always like one page. Sometimes it was referencing something directly in the story. Like, again, it would be like, you know, what is friction heat? Well, kids and Flash would be there talking to the reader. Friction heat is when molecules are rubbing. And then maybe it would then play some part in like the story. Um, but he was he was a character for that age. It was the it was the post-war, the atomic jet age. Mm. And Baby he Moore's. was very, very popular. Uh, 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 essentially, um, he had it all. But as I go, and you go, you you do realize where Iris is from, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, he eventually, uh, like I said, he he. Even though these were original concepts that they were coming up with, there is a lot of biting and taking from other things. So just like I said, the same way. Batman's got Gotham, Superman's got Metropolis, and Barry Allen has Central City. Eventually, Barry gets a sidekick in the same way Superman got Supergirl and Batman had Robin. They introduce uh, Wally West uh, pretty early in in the run. Um, 
he, he, oh, you know what? Uh, before we get into Wally, we got to get into the fact that in Flash, they in reintroduced Jay Garrick. And this goes into the whole idea. Not only was uh, Flash reintroducing these, the concept of the superhero again to DC Comics, you know, anything other than Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, but the Flash introduces the concept of the multiverse. Yeah. Parallel mm-hmm. universes. They reintegrate the old Jay Garrick Flash into their books. They bring him back in a story in which Barry Allen accidentally trips across the dimensional barrier, finds himself in an alternate Earth where the Flash is Jay Garrick and, you know, he coaxes that Flash out of retirement. Sounds like and, Rick and, and Morty. That, and there's that famous... Yes, it is very much. It was traveling between universes. It became a big deal. And there's a famous comic book cover, uh, Flash of Two Worlds, where yes. there's a girl in the middle. Um, and there's she, a girder about to fall on yeah. her. And, of mm. course, both Flashes are coming in from different corners and are and separated by a wall. Separated by a wall. And it's like, Flash, help me. I'm coming. I'm coming. That was Flash number 123, Whoa, September of 1961. Right. <laughs> but hey. Um, there it is right there. Cool. There it is right there. And uh, the idea of parallel worlds was used as a device to continue using the characters that they already had. Wait, 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 wait. But just to back up. So this, the new Flash, the Barry Allen. Barry Allen, right. Right, right. So that... They originally brought him in as just something totally new, something totally Completely separate. new. Completely right. new. A separate so world, a separate like character, same powers. A, but it, yeah, wasn't it wasn't passing the torch. Of, yeah, it wasn't you know. exactly that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although that sort of becomes Barry and Jay's relationship. And the, and the, same, the same is done with Green Lantern, obviously. Because it's, it's, again, there was a, again, there was the idea that there was a separate world. And eventually it, that became a catch-all for all their characters. The idea was... There was a golden age Superman right. who was older and had fought in who World fought War in II war. and all the rest of that stuff. Whereas these comics that were being put out in the 50s and 60s were saying, no, this is contemporary. Mm. This is today. And they would have these crossovers, the Justice League and the with, Justice, with, and would the meet G- the Justice, Justice Society. Society of America. You would have different histories unfolding for those characters. They would have like, oh, Earth, Earth 2, which is the older Jay Garrick version. That Earth 2 Superman um, becomes the editor of the Daily Planet and marries Lois Lane. Batman in that world marries Catwoman. They produce a child. And now, can I bring up Crisis? Not, wait, 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 wait. Well, again, we'll get to it because (laughs) this is um, also of the era where that introduces Wally into his, into his world. And, Basically, uh, so you want to talk about Wally first? Yeah, we'll talk about Wally. Talk about Wally. Yeah, and that will again, then we'll get into okay. you know, because we have to get into how okay. the, the torch is because Wally, passed. like you say, he's your flash and he's my flash, yes, and he's my flash in the sense that not so much because he was in Teen Titans, the new Teen Titans from '87, mm-hmm. um, uh, Wolfman, Wolfman and Perez, and Perez stuff, right. right? Um, and there's this very iconic cover where Raven's in the background, <laughs> Nightwing, which by the way is is very much a uh, a cornerstone of you, of our of our of friendship. Our relationship, right? He's he's uh, he's he's in the front, in the forefront. Um, and all those classic Kid Flash, from that era, Cyborg, yeah, uh, Beast Boy. He's or, a founding member of that team, the Teen Titans, right. which was which was in itself um, kind of revolutionary because it's like here are all the sidekick characters. And they're their own team. And they're their on own top team. of that, they were they they were the DC's answer to the X Men, right? Too because the X Men had young characters. Eventually, who yes, eventually, eventually that's what the Titans would become. But Wally, of course, he comes in um, as he's always he's always been the Kid Flash, 
Um, and you, you go, okay, I, I get it. He's got the yellow and, 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 and not the, he's not. Which was an evolution thing. He right. didn't start out he with didn't start that. Out as that. He actually starts out with an exact copy of that is correct. Barry's copy. And, and with an exact copy of his origin. Basically, Wally West is Barry Allen's uh, nephew. love interest's oh, wait, wait. nephew. Yes. He's not related to Barry by blood. No. Uh, and he he's a less. huge fan of the Flash. He they mention he has sort of a troubled relationship with his parents, so he really looks to his aunt Iris as this maternal figure, and he's crazy about the Flash. And of course, of course, they decide. He's like, oh, do you want to meet the, the Flash? Can you meet the Flash? <laughs> and so Barry decides, hey, for my, hey, for my, and you know, you got to figure Barry was probably just doing it for the booty. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll give this kid. <laughs> He'll meet the Flash for a couple wow. of minutes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, man. Whatever it takes. There's nothing sacred. And in There's Flash number in Flash number one ten from December if 1959. It's like gosh, I have to I have to show this. I'll 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 be willing to do anything for for Iris if I get some tonight. <laughs> if I get some tonight, exactly. Well, in Flash number one ten from December nineteen fifty-nine, which is very early, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. You've only been reintroduced. In '56, and then three years later, he gets the sidekick, and and they decide. And literally, to he has the exact same the origin. Same. The Flash shows Wally where <laughs> in where in. He says, "Well, I was in a lab one night, well, that and one these is, were all uh, the chemicals peroxide. that were used, and somehow a lightning bolt." He's like, "Whatever. Do you think something like that could happen to me? It would be a one in a billion chance, Wally." And literally at that moment, Wally gets struck by a, a bolt of lightning again. There have been many. Things over the years they've tried to explain the coincidence. Um, let's just say that it was this gigantic coincidence that, and Wally gets all of the same powers, and he's had in this relationship mentor student again. Another point of my dislike of let's say the the lore of the Flash, the Speed Force. Not a big fan of it. Yeah, again, not not introduced for 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 a little more, but uh, Wally. Uh, I'm all about essentially poo-poo. was the sidekick, like you said, forms the Teen Titans. Wally appears in those Teen Titan cartoons mm-hmm. that were in that Ren Aquaman hour stuff. And uh, they were just this, you know, they were just this, you know, this great duo. Uh, the Flash thrived. And, and well, all then, of a sudden, it was, it was an age where everyone had a sidekick, right? <laughs> Except for Green Lantern. Um, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Ollie, uh, Green Arrow had Who? Speedy. Exactly, you know. Uh, Batman had Robin. Batman had Robin. And, you know, you mentioned Green Lantern. Green Lantern and Flash being so closely um, created around mm-hmm. the same time, yeah. they eventually started to write that those two guys were buddies. And that became another part of the Flash and Green Lantern mythos, the idea that Green Lantern and Flash are kind of always best pals, yeah. regardless of who is in that role, whether it was Jay, Jay Garrigan, Alan Scott, Hal Jordan, Barry Allen, or eventually Kyle Rayner, and uh, Wally West. Mm-hmm. Uh, now which, which, the the uh, which oh oh my god you just <laughs> what, what what no 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 you brought that up I'm like wow you know this is why I love Wally <laughs> and yeah, his again, relationships his, his relationships know? Wally's a great character uh, well uh, the, the the Flash thrives and then <sighs> I think that for myself the issue with getting rid of Barry Allen which is what happens. Is not so now, much necessarily. Yeah, it's not so much about. Oh, we want to have this great grand story of his death. It was really that in the comics, the stories at this point post nineteen seventies. It's the it's the early eighties, then into the mid eighties, and they kind of had, as they say, they had lost the narrative thread with the character. 
he had this the longtime girlfriend, you know, that became his wife, Iris West. Well, that's a long run, huh? Yeah, thirty years, from, thirty years, uh, fifty-six to, to eighty-five, pretty much. And the love interest gets killed, and then he, you know, he he finds another love interest, but then she's going to get killed by the same villain. But it turns out it's not the same villain. And then there's this whole weird retcon of, oh no, the first love interest is actually. Um, a time traveler from the future. And that's where he's going to end up. He has to leave the present to have his happily ever after with her in the future. It was very, very, Oh, Oh, Ed, uh, did I also mention that the second, uh, the second love interest, Ed, the second love interest goes crazy <laughs> because one day Barry is on the day of their wedding. Barry is too, is, is too busy doing flash stuff. I, <laughs> so she goes nuts again. They had lost control of what the, the story was. And maybe it was a good idea. You let me know when I can talk about the death okay, of Barry Okay, so Allen. what they essentially do is um, it isn't just flash really that needs sort of a, 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 a refurnishing at this point. It's a lot of stuff in the DC universe. There's a lot of continuity stuff. Mm. That concept of the multiverse which is great and can allow for a lot of creative things, had also become ungainly because no one could like figure out, well, which Superman are you talking about? What Flash are you talking about? We, I, what's, what's going on here? What Earth is this occurring Whose on? Whose storyline is this? Yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was starting. So they decided to streamline and use this as a chance to update, much as Flash and Green Lantern and those other characters have been updated 30 years before. And so they introduced this story called Crisis on Infinite Earths. And the term crisis had been part and parcel of this multiverse thing. Whenever they would have a, a story that involved them tra traversing universes, it would always be crisis, crisis on Earth 2, crisis on Earth X. Cri and so this became a story called The Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is essentially, uh, uh, editorially was, like I said, just to it's George, sort of... It's George Perez. And Marv Wolfman taking Marvel Wolfman and um you know raining it in Jonathan I'll show you <laughs> like this is this is oh, I just punched up uh um you know Barry's about to 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 die right you know a very famous um scene where um through uh I I say past the half half point midway into the series it's number 8 number it's eight. crisis on infinite earth number supergirl's 8 supergirl's already dead the mm -hmm. famous scene where we're we're uh, Superman Superman's carrying her, her corpse, her, right? Her dead body. Right. And so um, Barry goes... Well, we got to give him the stakes. There literally is a villain who destroys universes, John. His name is the, the Anti-Monitor. Anti He's from the Antimatter universe, and he is trying to destroy all the other parallel Earths so that only his Antimatter universe will survive. So he so he, he goes into this, this room... Well, 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 he had captured Flash. Yes, that's because correct. Because Flash, as someone who could travel... In between, between those universes worlds. because of his vibrational powers was a threat. So he kind of captures him. And for a lot of the series, like you said, up until eight, Flash is pretty much just strung up by the antimonitor. And the antimonitor has this essentially an antimatter cannon that he is going to use to destroy that's this over here. the other universe. And so, uh, and by the way, they established in the beginning where they're, they're, everyone's like, like seeing little, like, like, yeah, ba there's ba Batman. Batman was just doing his thing, and the Flash appears. It's sort of like an afterimage. This it's ghostly, like, um, very much like this, uh, like well, what's going to come on later on the show? Sort of this sort of like blast through a portal, 
And it's like, you know, trying to warn them of some danger and no one really it's like, what are you trying to on. tell me? And remember, he Barry. had disappeared. He had been living in the future with his, you know, time traveling, body jumping wife <laughs> uh, and now had gotten re like brought back into the fold of superheroes in this in this big crossover story. So Annie Monitor, you know, fires, gets ready to fire up the cannon. I'll always remember because I love it because it's so arc. It's so both corny and cool because essentially he goes, you know, he's like, he says, he sees that the flash is going to try and stop it. And he's like, ah, I'll give you a second (laughs) head start. (laughs) And of course, because Barry Allen is the fastest man alive. That one second is all he needs. And what the anime monitor has been using is there's this one character by the name of psycho pirate who can manipulate people's emotions. Right. And so, uh, that's how he, He's able to imprison Flash because he would he would basically put a feeling, uh, an emotion of, of of fear and terror. So he's like, oh, you know, and it, that's how he's he's. And eventually, pretty much, Flash up. just has enough. Yeah, of that, that. that's pretty much it, right? He so, pretty much has it up, and so he, he breaks away from that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and goes into this room, and he sees a big cannon, which looks like you know a uh, kind of like a. Kind of like, kind of like Cer- CERN's, um, um, yeah, like a large hadron collider, like a hadron collider, collider right? And there was like a tachyon or something, this thing, here. like, like as part of the, the triggering mechanism. So and, essentially, and, and, Flash had to follow this tachyon, which is a theoretical particle and he says, that uh, actually traverses time. Good gosh, the monitor was bragging about his, his weapon. Now I know why he's drawn together concentrated anti- antimatter. As a cannon, as a cannon's power source, I can feel it weakening me, draining my energy. I haven't gone long before. I got long before. I, I, I'm powerless to stop it. Trouble is, I know what's going to happen to me if I'm successful, but I have no choice. More than my life is at stake. And he's he's racing through, and he sees flashes of 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 his life. And because he's, he's traveling through time, and a miner's like. All the power's gone. He will die for this. And you see him, he like, he just, he just slowly just, just disintegrates. Inside the uniform, leaving only the Flash costume. And and that's like his, Barry Allen's biggest heroic This is move. when he becomes Saint Barry of Allen. And that is correct. Saint Barry Allen. Saint, he really does. Throughout his, the whole entire his, his, universe. Because he, because this is sort of the hinge point of... Silver Age, the end of the Silver Age, the character who had brought the Silver Age of comic books out has now died. And so he sort of gets encased in amber in everyone's mind as this perfect hero from that perfect time when things were much simpler. And and they should have kept him dead. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. We say that so all the he time. dies <laughs> in this in this epic story. And by the end of the story, um, which, by the way, we really should talk about the, the great addendum to the story, which is that about two years, two, three years later, I think, um, uh, DC Comics used to have a, 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 a magazine, a, 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 um, a comic who? that they published called Secret Origins. Oh, yes. And Secret Origins was basically just retelling everyone's Secret yeah, Origins. Yeah, it was like, yeah. again, anything to make a buck, all right? <laughs> um, I bought it. <laughs> and they, they did a issue, I believe it was 1988, uh, and which... They let's retell the origin of the Flash with a lot of the same people being involved who had actually written and drawn that first appearance of him. I mean, uh, Carmine Infantino, I think at least, did do the the, the penciling on it. 
And in that story, they retell the story, but they retell the story in which they make Barry's life a loop. What we find out is that when Barry went into that antimatter cannon and was traveling back in time, he, his physical body, of course, completely gone, but he's transformed into energy. And that energy becomes a bolt of lightning. And that energy is the energy that strikes Barry Allen that day. And we learn that there's literally like a sort of a time freeze that we had never seen in the original origin where this bolt of lightning literally speaks to Barry right before time freezes. And he gives himself a choice. He says, if you, if you take this choice, if you, if you choose to get hit by the lightning, you will, you will do amazing things. You will have amazing friends. You will be a hero. You will be lauded. You will have, you will do and see things no one can imagine, but you will, it's going to have a price. You're going to die because of this. And Barry makes the choice to, take on that mantle to be the hero and everything. And it's this great sort of circular thing. And I think, as you said, keeping him dead, they should have just left it at that because it's so perfect. Now that said, okay, forward several pages uh, in this crisis um, thing, right? Um, Where does, who who does the mantle fall fall, fall upon? Wally West. Right. Blue Valley, think of middle America and idyllic uh, idyllic community is what comes to mind. A lovely place to raise children, to work, to certainly live. Home of Wally West, formerly a member of the new, the new Teen Titans. Wally, we need you. And it's Jay Garrick and his wife. They, they just appeared right, right in this room. And by the way, I'm just, here's, here's the panel right there. Wally's doing what? He's naked in bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he's like, huh? So basically he was just, you know. Are you he's trying just, to say that Jay Garrick liked him young? Is that what no, you're trying no, to say? No, no, I'm saying that Wally was was probably, oh, oh, gee, dude, Jeez, don't, you you, knock? don't you knock? What I could have been doing something. What like, I'm saying is that yeah. I could be like masturbating here, <laughs> you know, and, and you just like, and, and the thing is, the thing is that Wally had had to sort of quit being a, 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 a superhero because they explained like, well, Wally got his powers when he was a teen, when he was a child, really, he was 10 years old. So as he became uh, more mature, he, whereas Barry Allen and Jay Garrick were sort of full-grown men when they got their powers, this was messing up Barry's, uh, uh, Wally's, um, his metabolism, all these sort of things. So he was slowly dying every time he'd use his powers. At the end of the crisis story, they fix that. And <laughs> Wally was already older. He was getting older just as Robin was getting older. Right. They'd gone, they'd been teens. And now suddenly Wally is like, well, I guess I'm like 21 or mm-hmm. something. You know, I'm a man. My mentor who meant so much to him, who had taught him everything, has died, and now he decides, I'm going to become the Flash. And you can see that Jay is giving him the ring that that um, that Barry had. And outcomes is like, now it'll be end. And then, of course, next panel, uh, there there they are in the Cosmic Treadmill. Cosmic right. Treadmill. Cosmic yet treadmill. another reason why... You're not crazy I'm about not the Flash. not crazy about the Flash. <laughs> cosmic there's Treadmill. A lot of co- there's a lot of crazy concepts. So the Cosmic Treadmill, the what it does Museum. is it allows them to... to to travel through in this multiverse, and of course, attached to to the cosmic treadmill are these these modules where all the heroes are on, right? <laughs> and so I'm they can travel, traverse like, the universes, you know. Uh, who's that? Uh, the, the 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 Russian uh, Teen Titan, uh, uh, Red Star. Red Star. So Red Star is standing there. Hawk and Dove are like, you know, like who asked the co- the, the commie to come? And and Dove is like, Hawk, please. You know, <laughs> this is the, 
This is to save all mankind. Well, you know, you bring up something interesting there that I want to get in, which is that Wally's characterization, he was kind of milk toasty. There wasn't much to him. And it was Marv Wolfman who started the first iteration of what Wally's personality would be mm-hmm, in right. those early stories, yeah. which one of them was Wally was a conservative. Wally was always having debates with Red Star, who was from communist <laughs> Russia, about the, they were doing their whole Batman uh, 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 no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A uh, Hawkman, uh, Green Arrow thing. My my favorite. Also on one of the modules, uh, the Creeper, John Jones, Vibe, Superman, uh, some really obscure character named Lady Quark. Yes, he was. Okay. Yes. It's like is and Cre- Creeper says to Superman, "What is this woman? Is she one of us? She is Creeper, and you can trust Lady Quark with your life." Wrong, Superman. The creeper trusts no one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and then everyone's going like, whatever. They're, get, they're, getting, whatever, ready, they're getting ready. They're, they're gathering their numbers to fight. The to fight, exactly. Fight. Well, right? and again, they win the fight. The universe is reborn, and Wally is now the new Flash. And uh, this sort of post-crisis world was very different from the previous Silver Age of DC Comics. One of the things was they were trying to ground things more. Even Superman got like seriously depowered. He wasn't able to, like, move planets out of their orbit anymore. If he sneezed, it wasn't goodbye. And the Flash, Wally West, was introduced to be, well, he can travel at the speed of sound. Anything more is going to have, he's going to have some problems with. Uh, They added this other, um, he needed, his metabolism was so fast they needed to eat a lot. Now, granted, that kind of makes sense. It does, like, super speed, well, his metabolism, he's expending all this energy. It was a lot often used for jokes. You know, it's like, ah, oh, like man, I gotta, I gotta fuel up. I gotta get like 10,000 tacos. You know, it's, it was that sort of thing. And the characterization for Wally early on is it's all over the place. Like I said, he was a conservative. He won. Wally, Wally's uh, identity becomes public. He wins the lottery. <laughs> I'm not even joking. He wins the lottery and becomes a rich guy, then loses it all. He was very, and you know, and to some degree... They were just throwing anything to stick at the wall. Some of it was reflective of the times. Again, he won the lot. It was the go-go 80s. So it's like, oh, Wally's going to be a rich guy, and we're going to see how that works out. It isn't until they really start to get into the idea of, here is the sidekick who has to take over, and they start mining that, that he gets a which real personality. I love, and JLA... Right. Which which was one of the great uses of and they where they decided Well well before we get to that, oh, let me the, let me explain that arc because it's after that he becomes really a key to JLA mm-hmm. that he because he has to he has to become what Barry was. Mm-hmm. So for like I said, for a long time it's kind of scattershot. Slowly they just start building on this idea that's like, oh Wally, are you are you not as fast as you used to be as a kid and as fast as and not as fast as Barry anymore because it's a physiological thing? Or is this in your head? Is this a psychological thing? He gains his own supporting cast, he gains love interests, but eventually they just start focusing on the really? idea that here is your problem. You I can't perform anymore since Uncle Jay decided to walk in. <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe. Uh, but uh, yeah, performance anxiety. Um, it did become this thing of like, why aren't... And they did two key storylines. Uh, w- the first one was essentially he got a new costume and he became a lot faster. And yeah. it was the idea mm-hmm. of like, 
you know, you you have a problem because you think you're not worthy to be the Flash. Mm-hmm. And he he overcomes that. Uh, William, uh, a and, very always, un- and that's always been a part of that. It's like the the big shoes of Phil, but he just you have to step up. You got to step up to a point where he was in both teams, the Titans. He was on the which Titans, was re- his, rebranded his, his, from the new from Teen Titans, New Teen Titans, and then the Titans. Right? They were no they were weren't kids anymore. So he's doing double duty between that and, and serving JSA, in the JLA, JLA, the JLA, which was not Justice League anymore. It was JLA. Right. It was Justice League. Yeah. Um. And so, the first story, well, written, uh, written by a very underrated uh, um, writer from that period, uh, uh, William S. Loeb's, um, was he overcomes Vandal Savage, and he sort of comes back to life. Dean Cain, really? Dean Cain, yes. <laughs> uh, but the real key, and I think the story that cements him as the Flash of the '90s of people who grew up in that era is the story called "The Return of Barry Allen." Now, like I said, Barry Allen had been sanctified. It was like, you can't touch Barry Allen. He's, you know, he's the ultimate hero who saved the universe. And they do this. St- and, and also, it was sac- his de- the death was sacrosanct. It was like, you're not going to bring him back. You're not going to do anything like that. Which, you know, they had done in comics. Long before Superman or any of that, they were doing resurrections. So everyone's like, oh, you can't. For a long time, people were like, who's going to stay dead in comics? Uncle Ben... <laughs> Jason Todd. Well, listen, <laughs> Barry Allen. You know that was like those. You can't touch. Oh, and Bucky. He was. You can't bring those guys back. Cap Captain America. Uh, the was only the guys who are the, the only one who right? stayed dead is Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> and Aunt May can never die. And Aunt so May, and Aunt May can never. Die. So she's getting younger. Now. It was this whole thing essentially where suddenly, literally one day, Barry uh, Wally West is opening his door, and who shows up on his front doorstep? In this Flash costume is Uncle Barry. Hey, nice costume. And they were all like, they were like, we're not, we're not pulling your legs. We're not, it's not a dream sequence. It's not an imaginary story. Barry Allen is How many years was that? Um, What was, was the. Well, that was the nineties. I want to say like 1992, 93. Okay, good five, a good five years. Good five years. So like, uh, he had, he had, he had come back. And it was just like, well, what's going to go on? And at first it was like, okay, this is, this is fine. But Wally's like, always wanted my, my, my uncle back. You know, this is, this is great. And then they slowly thread out that maybe something is wrong. And you find out is, no, that was not Barry Allen. In fact, it turned out to be the man who had caused all of Barry's problems. That's why his story had spun out of control. Professor Zoo. The Reverse Flash. Professor Zoom, The Reverse Flash, is a character called Eobard Thorne. He is from the 25th century. He's essentially... Whoa, someone mentioned, uh, <laughs> someone mentioned the Flash. The CW Flash show. 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 All right, so uh, Thorne essentially was a Flash fanboy who became so obsessed with him that he actually used the technology of the future to give himself those powers. Then apparently at this point in his history had actually changed his physical form to look like Barry Allen and then tried to travel back in time. In doing so, he had messed himself up a little. And so he thinks he's Barry Allen. And eventually what we learn is that, no, you know, this you, isn't Barry you Allen. See, this Jonathan, is, this is my dislike. About again, this why. is where I get, but because this is a great so, story. This is a great story uh, because essentially what happens is Wally has to overcome this man, this enemy, who was his mentor's greatest foe. 
who now looks like his mentor. And to do that, he has to overcome. He has to accept that, yes, not only am I good enough, but I'm maybe I don't want to replace Barry, but I'll be damned if this guy replaces him and he achieves a level of power he had not he had not had before. He becomes actually, I read, faster yes, that is than true. Barry Allen. That is correct. Defeats Professor Zoom. And as we find out, this was Professor Zoom's first time out. So technically, <laughs> in, in Zoom's timeline, the first enemy he ever met and the first Flash that defeated him was Wally West. And from there is just the golden age of Wally West. Yeah. The character matures... They bring back a lot of the old concepts, the rogues. He becomes a member of the Justice League, and he's given that full sort of like, you're the Flash. You are the Flash at this moment. It comes to a time when the psychics are no longer just the psychics. I mean, for Pete's sake, Nightwing at one point, he was the field commander for the Justice League. Right. right, You know, and this is way, and this is after after Wally, you know, and he goes uh, on to have many adventures. But again, uh, I don't know when you want to get to the rogues. But the rogues are just like, <laughs> you know, like another big reason why I'm not yeah, a fan. Yeah, you're not a fan. But the rogues, you, whatever your feelings are. Hello. Hello, Flash. It's me, Mirror Master. Mirror Master, here, here, here. Where am I? <laughs> Captain Cold. Heatwave. Captain Boomerang. Abracadabra. Abracadabra. Weather Wizard. Now, you, you hear these names. Yeah, they're very gimmicky. But for many people, Ed. The Flash's rogues are in the top three rogues galleries. By the way, John, they, they give Barry his own museum. No, they get the Flash has his own museum. The Flash has a museum right. in Central City. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, go on. And um, this era, like I said, it's Wally is sort of the face of the Flash. They in when they make the Justice League cartoon in mm-hmm. the, two, the early two thousands, yes. it's the it's Wally, Wally West version. Michael Ro- Michael Rosenbaum, Michael Rosenbaum <laughs> <laughs> who had been. Uh, uh, Lex Luthor He's on Smallville flash. at that same time. And, you know, that adds to his popularity. Eventually, I don't, I, I'm skipping over Bart. I'm skipping over all that stuff just because it, it just rubs me the wrong way. But eventually. Yeah, there are a lot of other, car- a lot of other speedsters, you know. Um, they introduced in this. Impulse, pa- who's um, Barry Allen's uh, gr- grandson. Grandson. His other grand, his other great granddaughter, I think, which is XS, who's his, in the now, Legion uh, Impulse, of Superheroes. Impulse's uh, godfather, his name is Max Mercury, who's also a speedster. Prior to that, back in the day of, and this is you know, again, this is my love for All Star Squadron and JSA. He was a, the original Quicksilver, um, Johnny Quick, Johnny Quick as well. Um, Lib- and you know, um, uh, 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 um, who then has a daughter with his with a female hero called Liberty Bell. Yes, who becomes Jesse Quick, Jesse who Quick. also has super. Who, which basically, like, and, and they implement that into the TV show, which is like, you know, where well, except the fact that these other characters. They say an equation. Right. That's and, the quicks. The quicks right, have, the quicks. they say some sort of uh, non-algebraic speed. equation, and that gives them their, their access speed. to, and which we learn is the speed force. And that's introduced in Wally's run, and it becomes a huge part of the Flash. It becomes <laughs> their explanation fan. for a whole bunch of things. Um, <laughs> it's a big mess I'm, by now. I, it's a whole big I mess. I have to say, as much as I loved Wally's run, and Mark Wade's stuff is fantastic, Jeff John's stuff is fantastic... Suddenly, it, it just gets overcomplicated for me 
As much as I love you the sick? character. Yeah, you exactly. Sick? With the Eobard Thawne and Alan family going back in time, forward in time. Da, 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 da. Um, so, you know, that was sort of flashed by the, by the mid-2000s. There was a period where, again, this impulse character becomes Kid Flash. Again, he's a grandson of Barry Allen from the future who then comes back, becomes impulse then becomes the new Kid Flash. Yeah. Then becomes Flash again when Wally disappears for a while. Then Wally comes back. Then Barry Allen finally comes back, actually, in a, a final crisis. And this was essentially... Uh, an DC establishment of like, oh, now there are two DC Flashes. DC just wanted to re-bring the most iconic parts of their history back to the forefront. So, hey, we had this other Green Lantern. Now we're going to make it Hal Jordan again. We had Wally West as the Flash. We're going to bring Barry and, Allen. Yeah, I, listen, I'd be a hypocrite to say that, you know, I, Batman is my superhero and I love Batman. You know, but I'd be a hypocrite to say that, you know, oh, Batman kept it simple, stupid. No, it's just It's, it's just all, as ridiculous it's with, all, with, yeah, again, ridiculous. with Jason coming back to life right. and, and all the other. And, you know, <laughs> um, that's not to say that there are some great cool stuff with they brought Barry Allen back to life. Uh, one of the things I'd like to touch on is that um, we definitely... Uh, didn't get into the whole idea of who's faster, Superman or Flash. Now, in the comics... The famous... Many races yeah, were run... The fa the famous race between Superman and the Flash. <laughs> um, they had done one issue, and then it became an ongoing thing. It was kind it of was an on, annual thing. They did it on Smallville. They did it on uh, JL... Uh, the in Justice the Superman cartoon, yes. Oh, Superman cartoon, right. Right. Um, they recently just did it in this Justice League action cartoon. Yes. It's a common thing. Who's faster? And The Flash. Yeah, exactly. It should it's, always be the Flash. And that's one of the things about the return of Barry Allen that I enjoyed, uh, which was there is a point where uh, in that return, that Flash rebirth story, where Flash is like, I shouldn't be alive again. I have to go back into the Speed Force. And all the Justice League is trying to stop him from doing that, right? And so at one point... <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At one point, Superman, Superman and Flash are they're running next to each other. And he's like, you can't do this, Barry. We need you. You've you just come back. And uh, he says, there's nothing you can do to stop me. And he says, we've raced before, Barry. And I love... I'm a Superman fan. I love this part. Barry looks at Superman essentially and goes, you know, Clark, those were for charity. <laughs> and then he just leaves him in the dust. <laughs> and you realize, oh, yeah, uh. this is, he's the god of speed. Got it. Yeah, there's like Superman, fine, really fast, not in the Flash's league, as it should be. That's how the character definitely, you know, should be, and should by, be done. Which, by the way, he mentions the god of speed. So the reestablishment of these classical characters um, by a, a comic book writer, Grant Morrison, who creates, who recreates the... When the, he does the his Justice Ma League, yes. Yeah, the gods of Mount Olympus and rebrands it as JLA. Batman being um, the Lord of the Underworld, um, Superman being... Um, a uh, Zeus, Zeus slash Hercules. Hercules. Flash being the god He's of... Hermes. He's Hermes. He's Mercury, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Green Lantern is Apollo. Yep. A Martian Manhunter is Prometheus. Right. Uh, no, not Prometheus. Um, it's not Prometheus. Uh, uh, it's another Proteus. 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 Yes. Exactly. Which, by the way, you want someone on the rogues? Prometheus. He's your man. Okay. <laughs> okay. And this is why. Let's not get started on Prometheus. Um, let's not get started on the rogues. On the rogues. Which I, well, I well, like well. Again, like I to. said, the rogues are kind of respected as a very colorful, very long-lived 
ver, you know, uh, rogues gallery. I mean, the, the trickster for pizza. The trickster. Mark Hamill. <laughs> Okay, when, when, when can we get to this, Miguel? Okay, can, let's, when, when again, let's, let's just get right now into the fact that The Flash is one of these characters widely adapted. Like I said, he was in cartoons. He was in Super Friends. Uh, he was even in the Legends of the Superheroes uh, roast, if you remember, the live action the roast. One. There was a roast they did of the Super... Of the super uh, and please don't spend too much time on that, that, that TV, made-for-TV movie with... Uh, uh, oh, the 1997, which was post... The John Wesley ship, the one with yes. the, yeah, the JLA that they did where it so, was just horrible. But most famously was John Wesley ship's 1990 to 1991 yeah, so Batman, series. Uh, ba- uh, Keaton's Batman comes out in 80, 89. 89. And it's uh, all DC's Batman craze. Everywhere you looked, merchandise was everywhere. and was so, a big hit. Right, it was a big hit. And so DC and influential to- for superhero adaptations at the time. To the detriment of those adaptations, I would Although say. Although that movie like had nothing to do with actual Batman, right? Like that was like just this whole Tim Burton. It's it, it, it really, is an adaptation, yeah, and an, some would argue that it is an adaptation of Golden Age Batman yeah. in many ways. He's and a I'll, killer. I'll, I'll, to this it's day, very I'll dark. say you know Keaton was my Batman for for you know. And many people. There are many people who who would be totally agree. so. DC Warner Bros. decides to capitalize on that, right? Put so, nipples on him. Uh, later, of nipples, much later. later, much later. So they develop a TV show that was featured on CBS, um, and it 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 starred John Wesley Shipp, who plays Bar- uh, Grant Gustin's dad on, on the new on, on the, the new, new CW Flash show, as well as Jake Garrick. Right. So they 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 put out this Flash, and he's got a very rubbery suit. Um, they go with the classic Barry Allen here. He's a police scientist, gets hit by a bolt of lightning. They they did sort of amalgamate some things because it was like yeah. he was he was definitely Barry Allen mo- in, in his character mostly, but they gave him the limitations that Wally had around that time. Mm. So he wasn't traveling at light speed. He needed his metabolism was a was a big, you mm. know, he always had to oh, refuel yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Right. Uh, they had given sort of like uh, tributes to other things in the Flash mythos by his Older brother was called Jay. Yeah. You know, um, but he had an amalgamation of, he was, in the first episode, he was with Iris West. And every like, when I watched, I was like, oh man, we're going to get Kid Flash at some point. And then, like, by the second episode, she, she, ah, he, we're not going to get him. He, and he had, he had um, there was a character called Tina McGee, who was one of Wally's love interests that they brought into and, uh, uh, his and his world as speaking his Amanda Pete, I believe who Amanda Pace was the was she was she was she was a Tina McGee so 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 she, he this flash had a pit crew just like the um the, the Grand well Cousins no 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 a, he really only had Amanda that's crew. what I'm saying it's like he, at he least it was still a pit crew yeah sorts. but you know what it's not because, as it's not as oh we have as to develop overbearing that as as we're gonna develop a suit for you because um when he first uh, Tessa's powers, the clothes were, were literally, literally ripped off. Burn of and rip off of now, them, so he's got to have this like super suit. Jonathan, this was very short-lived and for a very good reason because Mark Hamill <laughs> is the best thing. Is on- the, was, the, was the villain <laughs> for this Flash and he played really? the, trickster, the trickster, which is a, b- a very, very proto-joker Joker. in his performance. Yeah. Like the voice and everything. Like he sounded just like this. Exactly. Well, the Flash. Which, what by will the you way, do now? They... Ironically, bring that character back and and put him into the in the CW show, which was brilliant, (laughs) brilliant. Well, again, that's the thing. The show. Did you miss your meds? Yes, the the show was 
it, it, it was of its time. It had a lot of limitations. And again, part of the problem was also it was biting so much off of the, the, the Burton Batman. From the, yeah. is this a 1940s, 50s world with modern computers, people are wearing fedoras, the music was by Danny Elfman. Yes, yes that's true. Um, How long did it even last? Uh, it was only, it was 90 to 91. And part of the reason was season. actually, um, it, it did respectable. It did, it did respectable numbers early on. Early but on. But then... They just jerked it around of its its yeah. time. Eventually, it's time I was slot. like, "I'm not going to watch." When this is this? Anymore. When is this on? And again, we always talk about how it was one of those things you you watched as a, as a comic book fan out of a sense of duty. Because even was, though you knew it was wasn't the greatest, we didn't have thing. a lot back then, and, and we didn't have a lot. And you felt like <laughs> it, it's I I gotta support this because hopefully if we get a flash, we'll, we'll get, get something more stuff. Else. We'll get more stuff. You know what I mean? And it was that way. And you know, and Jesus was Jesus was kind, and he gave us like a whole bunch of things. Like, <laughs> well, event, again, now. eventually, what we have essentially ha- happens is uh, then, like it says, is the 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 next part is he's in the Flash is featured in you know the Superman cartoon, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, and that is a fantastic Rosenbaum's Flash. Oh, is yeah. a gr- wonderful interpretation. What they do with him on the show is great. Eventually becoming like the key. They give us, you know, him in all of his oh, speed hey force glory. I've got to. I've I've got a, a museum opening. I'll see you guys later. Uh, th- again, the Flash <laughs> and Substance episode is one of the greatest, like, animated Flash stories. Greatest Flash stories of of, of any mm, version, yeah. any any medium. You know, it's got. Flash, it's got, Ham- it's got <laughs> Hamill as the trickster as again. Trickster. This is Hamill can't escape this part. Yeah. He, you know, he's he's on with John Wesley's ship. He's fighting Rosenbaum. He's fighting Grant Gustin. He can't he can't escape it. Uh, Which I never saw that episode where he returns as a trickster, and you said that he's it's because I've seen the photos. Right, it's him. They even use those pictures in the Gustin show when they show him on trial. Right, okay. Because they do, the first episode with him is he he gets captured, and then they do the trial of the trickster. Wow. Um, and, you know, Flash has a lot of, you know, he's he's referenced all over the place. He is in pop culture. Um, I mean, they reference him on Big Bang Theory all the time. Well, Sheldon's always wearing the, yeah, that Flash the, T-shirt. You know, becomes it becomes a he becomes a part of modern again. He's part of pop culture. And Better show than your overall. Essentially, <laughs> uh, we won't get into that. <laughs> essentially, um, you know, the next big thing is what we something we've already covered is of course his introduction into the Arrowverse on CW, which I think that popularity is a big part of why we are finally then getting this Ezra Miller version of The Flash, which we first saw. (laughs) Why am I looking at myself? You, you, Ed, come here. (laughs) What the hell was... (laughs) Did you see that? Did you see that? Wow. wow. Was it... I think that was a reverse, though. Shouldn't you... Reverse Ed? That makes no sense. (laughs) Reverse Ed. (laughs) Dare. 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 I love it. (laughs) I love it. We'll but 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 we get this you know God this new version damn. of Ezra of uh, the new version the Ezra Miller Flash, who uh, premiered in a uh, Batman v Superman in that little sequence where they introduce all the Justice League characters. He makes an appearance in Suicide Squad, and now yes. you know we here we are. Daddy deets. <laughs> we, we finally get to see him in really all of his glory, really showing in uh, in Justice League coming up, and 
I love Sight. what I'm seeing of the Flash. Sight. Um. Uh, of. But we're getting a Flashpoint movie. Eventually, we don't know if that's going to be. Oh, it's exactly. still. It's still. We don't know if it's going to be pure fat oh, pure, Flashpoint. Right, if okay. it's going to actually be a reset or or what have you. Um. You know, what we've seen of The Flash in these trailers, I'm really enjoying. Now, some people, uh, shout out to the show, uh, a friend of the show, Matt. Uh, some people don't like the costume. Some people don't like that, you know, this sort of like disorganized jumble. It's not as like uh, people want it to be a little more streamlined like The Flash really is in comics most of the time. Um, but, you know, their whole thinking is is sort of like, well, it's a little more grounded. So, like... They talk about, like, in the behind the scenes, like, well, Barry Allen made this suit on his own, and it's designed to, like, not, like, protect him from heat and friction and, you know, you know other things when he's traveling at high speeds. It's made of materials from the space shuttle when it's reentering orbit. Mm. I, I like that. I think that's really... Yeah. I think that's really cool. Well, I do want a way. more comic accurate looking costume, though. Well, I, I, was, I hope that's not had, the costume for the, for the solo. Film. I had a question was whether Ezra Miller's um, Barry Allen was going to be a police scientist, and you mentioned that it's he's sort of they have they're doing it. He's in. That. He's studying for that. He's studying uh, because they're giving him the modified New Fifty Two origin, same as Grant Gustin's. Mm, yeah. His father is in prison for uh, killing his mother that he did not do, and this is what prompted uh Barry, which is one of the things I don't I like about the return the of Barry right Allen. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, I gotta get you out of here. I don't I don't like that they added that level of tragedy to Flash. And it's for this reason. Flash as a character, as we said he was sort of Saint Barry of Allen, is a character who just did good for the sake of goodness. You know, Green Lantern's got his ego, Superman's got his weird tragic bat story, Batman's got his weird tragic bat story. Wonder Woman is sort of raised in a religious cult and that's why she believes what she believes. Uh, but Barry was like, oh, I got these powers? Yeah, just I should probably- be a genuinely good-hearted dude. I should just, yeah. you know, I should just, I should do good for, for the sake of goodness. I guess yeah. that's the kind of guy I am. And that's the kind of guy Wally was. And that's the kind of guy Jay Garrick was. There's this constant thread uh, through the flashes that I felt that they sort of cut when they suddenly made it like Barry has this Absent tragic fathers. Yeah, yeah, Barry has fathers. this tragic backstory of he came home one day and his 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 mother was dead, his father got charged for him. That's what gave him the drive to become a friend. Why couldn't it just be he was a he was a nerdy guy that liked to forensics and science, got into that, and then just so happened to gain these powers. That would have that would have been so simple. And, and I would and have been so um, and very and different. unique compared to all these other guys. Everyone's seen Spider-Man in his tragic bar. Everyone's seen so Batman. So what you're saying is you're proving my you're 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 pretty much proving my dislike for. I'm not again. I'm not admitting anything because the concept is still sound. You heard the it concept first. is general. In general, is is On great and, and wonderful. And you know, there's so much you can do with the character. I'm just saying for myself. I just think like. It should have, I, I think it would have been more refreshing had it just been, yeah, I got powers and yeah, I think it was just a good idea to help people. I think it's a good idea just to do good for the sake of goodness. Yeah. And you know what? Like his rogues, um, uh, which by the way. You keep wanting to harp on the rogues. Yeah. So you were not very much uh, different from Batman's rogues, you know, where. No. Where it's like, well, what I'm saying is very that. Very different. What I'm saying is that they, um. You you put them back in you put them back in jail they'll 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 come back out and they'll don their they're continue <laughs> donning their their costumes with their lame powers 
Whoa, whoa. Okay. All right. First, let me give why the why, what the rogues are different. Okay. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying they're not. Batman's different. characters are all weird. They're symbols of some scarred psychology right, most right. of the time. You know, uh, and they're they're and they're psychopaths. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're 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 sure. very dangerous. They they they. You know, they, the rogues are looking just to make a buck. And that's the thing. The rogues have a code. The rogues are about, hey, you know, you know, let's I'm just trying to make a buck. And this guy in this red suit is always messing my mess my deal up. <laughs> and that's why we're enemies. Otherwise, I really wouldn't give a crap. I don't have a vendetta against the Flash, per se. I don't hate him personally. It's just he's always screwing up my deals, which I think, again, is refreshing. It's like, again, you have the idea of like a professional Super villain. Uh, let me ask you a question. In the Legion of Doom, how many of the rogues were members? Because it's like, you know, um, Captain Cold. They had Cold and Grodd. Cold and Grodd, okay, okay. I think, so I'm trying to think of anyone else. Mirror Master couldn't even make the cut. Weather Wizard couldn't make the cut. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it's like. It's a quota now, issue. It's a quota. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Lex Luthor. And here we are to talk about. A way to kill the super friends. You know, it's like a mirror match. Like, Captain Boomerang, what, what say you? What say you? <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. I don't, I only I, throw boomerangs. <laughs> it's, I don't know if that's really going to take out uh, Wonder Woman and Superman. Uh, I'm going to pass. <laughs> uh <laughs> Again, I again, I just think the, uh, the the concept of the Flash is always sound. There's something that wish fulfillment of speed. Because I mean, come on, Ed, isn't there something about that about the, the ability to run at that speed to go wherever you want in the world to do anything sure. you want to do in a blink of an eye? It's just really well. well of course, I completely know about teleportation traveling, traveling from one place from A to B. Don't need to be struck by lightning for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that's, that's what's eternally appealing about the character. And, you know, and also there's something about, again, all those flashes, the sort of like good naturedness to him that I think does make him sort of unique. And, and you know, was why I'm really excited mm. to see Ezra Miller's take uh, on it, because as 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 good as Grant Gustin is as a as an actor and in the part, we we like Grant. Yes. We like his performance as Barry. We think it's in a really, really inept show <laughs> you know it's a show that just as inept as justice league detroit led by uh um aquaman, aquaman and the flash the flash was in the, yes the flash was in that group no he wasn't in that group no that was the whole deal with the justice league detroit my friend it was the idea is that aquaman calls the team to defend the world from some invasion and everyone's like and everyone's sort eh. of late they barely make it by the skin of their teeth and then as a founding member he looks through like the rule book and is like oh it says here that any founding member can disband the team at any point in time <laughs> they do that and then he reforms it with the new creep i just remember like i, I don't know if it's steel or someone calls Barry Twinkle Toes. And it's like, Twinkle Toes? And it just just appears right behind him. Did you just call me Twinkle Toes? <laughs> <laughs> well, again, there's a lot of comedic... Again, he's a lighthearted character. There's a lot of stuff you can do with The Flash. And I hope we see a lot done with The Flash in the movies um, for any any time to come because he's it's a, it's an entertaining uh, concept. And uh, are, I think that's we, a good place we, as anywhere to... Are we expecting Jessiel to still come? <laughs> just, yeah. Listen... Listen, guys, I knew you were going to talk about The Flash. <laughs> and it broke my heart. 
I didn't want you to have to go through all the history. Thanks. Thanks, Jesse L. You're welcome. I'll see myself out. Uh, but uh, always it's uh, you know uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Justice League Mm -hmm. and seeing what this and hopefully you know we'll always have Flash you know going it's a it's a wonderful concept he's one of the big ones he's penetrated uh, uh, culture and society I mean like you know you wouldn't imagine and now more more than ever more than ever more people than ever know about I really don't want to talk about it but like you know the the show <laughs> we're not going to talk about. I know, the show. but like, but they go to a point where I think it was the end of, of second season, and uh, John Wesley Ship, who plays Barry Allen, Doctor Allen, Barry Allen's dad, yes, he dies, and then there's a portal vortex, and out flies what we get. We get the Jay Garrick helmet. We get the Jay and Garrick like, helmet. They just they here they are. They're and then they bring in this John Wesley ship to, as Jay Garrick to pull our to tug at our heartstrings to target our nostalgia. Which, by the way, John Wesley ship has said that um, he honestly really considers his Jay Garrick that he does on the show. He says, "In all honesty, I'm just doing my Barry Allen from the '90s." And you know what? And he is it's perfect. And he casting. actually is again one of the better aspects of that show. He's pitch perfect as Jay Garrett. Yes. As that he really he's comes got, across. And he looks it, right. He's avuncular. And yeah, exactly. He's, you know, kind of, you know, but but also kind of very low BS. Yeah. You know, there's that great moment where he kind of takes Barry aside and explains about why you can't do a flashpoint, which Barry doesn't listen to and does anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> another part, problem with this show. I my mother. Exactly. Wait, that just messed up the whole Didn't entire I just, timeline. I, I got to go back and stop myself from from, from, from saving my mother. mother. But, but now that I'm screws have, up the timeline. But, but on now that I have to stop too. myself from trying to stop myself yeah. from trying to stop myself from saving my mother again. If only I had listened to <laughs> to Jay from the beginning. I got to go back and slap myself. <laughs> the way Ed had to slap himself when he thought this was a good show. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, you know, flashes. Want to know went, how I went back in time? I went back to the future. And slap myself. Keep on listening <laughs> to the show. Wow, that was that transition was smooth like gravel. <laughs> but the Flash is one of the big ones. He's he's you know, and uh, in this age of uh, an embarrassment of riches of superhero programming, we we will see more Flash uh, to come, and I'm very very happy. So that covers up our Flash show. Um, good riddance. Join us. Join us. Good riddance. Stop. You were loving it. <laughs> Get to read Crisis on Infinite. You got to read Crisis on Infinite Earths and have it recorded, man. That's, <laughs> That's don't, true. Don't, don't, even, don't even front on that one. Um, another fine episode. Uh, this is, uh, again, a continuing uh, of our, our Road to Justice series. We will be covering uh, the remainder of the superheroes uh, in the Justice League uh, movie. Uh, coming up next will be... A double dose. It will be a, a double barrel shotgun. Of Stay tuned for Aquaman, Aquaman and, and Cyborg. Cyborg. A you, get a, you get a twofer. You get a twofer, and then we will hit uh, Batman, and then finally uh, will be uh, the show I'm girding up my loins for, which is a big old Superman um, Jeez, that's around the corner. Man. I mean, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be able to get this all in one go. Don't worry about it. So once again, from Pancake Studios, I'm Miguel Alejandro Velez with Edward my co here. And of course, as always, the uh, the head of Pancake Studios, Jonathan Vergara. Yes. And s- join us again on to, to be, be continued. continued. continued.
All right. Fueled up and ready to get back on the road. Man, I am stuffed. That was a good call, getting the appetizer platter. I told you, man. Something for everybody. Indeed. Fried mushrooms, quesadillas, chicken fingers, onion rings, mozzarella sticks. Those were great mushrooms. Yes. My friends, have you ever considered that we are very much like the appetizer platter? In what way, Chief? Am I the uh, the quesadilla in this scenario? We all come from different backgrounds. Much as mushrooms and chicken are not the same. But we all became superheroes in the same way all those appetizers were fried in some fashion. I'm I'm not sure quesadillas are fried. Hold on. I want to see where Chief is going with this. Covered in the hot oil of righteousness, we battled alongside some of the world's greatest heroes, such as Superman and Batman. They may have been the main course, but without the appetizers, the meal would have less flavor and not been a complete three-course dinner. We added variety and extra calories, even if many would think of us as superfluous. Yeah, we added a variety of what would have been just a regular everyday meal. I like meatloaf with mashed potatoes and gravy, but having some chicken fingers with different dipping sauces before is a nice touch. Yes, we were the honey mustard, barbecue, and marinara that adds spice to what would otherwise be a plain supper. Hmm, you're right, man. Like a sundae. Everybody loves ice cream, but this is better for you to pour the sprinkles, whipped cream, and crushed peanuts. Exactly. I don't care what anyone else says. I know my worth. We were in front lines in the fight against evil. We have nothing to be ashamed of. By the great spirit! Padre de Dios! What the? It's... It's a portal of some kind. Is that... Flash? The Ezra Miller Flash? It's Dark Side! His power! You have to stop him! You... Uh, Oh, it's you guys. We're, uh, Foster Perkins. Hi, I, uh, I was actually looking for, uh, never mind. Perhaps, perhaps we could be of assistance? No, no, it's, it's, it's okay, really. I, I was looking for, it's not really that important. You sure? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 good. I, I really gotta get going before I go. Did you guys get the appetizer platter, the one with the fried mushrooms? Yeah, we, we did. Is is that important? Is that going to change the future in some way? No, they're just really good. Anyway, I uh, I gotta go. Best of luck to you. Perhaps we may be of help in the future. I guess like anything's possible. Look, all right. Goodbye. I I guess we we weren't needed. Yeah, I it, it it probably wasn't, you know, really important. Yeah, I mean, he's brought the time barrier to stop the rise of dark side on earth. I mean, that happened all the time, right? Now I'm depressed. 
Oh, all right, guys. Let's uh, let's just get back on the road. It's open again. Hey, maybe he's changed his mind. No, it's the Grant Gustin flap. Please, we need help. It's a crisis. Dark Side's forces have uh. Oh, uh, hey guys! I wasn't, uh... Is this the Hall of Justice? I was really looking for Superman and the rest. Uh, w was Ezra just here? See, you just missed him. Ah, oh, okay, well, um... Did you look at the time? I, I gotta go, guys. Great seeing you. I, I'd stay and all, but... Dark side invasion. We get it. Yeah, you you know how it is, super busy. Cosmic crossover, yada yada. Wait, is that Perkins? Yeah, we know. Try the fried mushrooms. They're delicious! Okay. Bye! Now I'm even more depressed. What adventures will our forgotten heroes get into next? Tune in to our next installment as TBC presents The Road to Justice. Hey guys, thanks for listening to To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. Our website is www.tobecontinuedafanboypodcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.